Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. <laughs> uh. All right, welcome back to the Lake Show News Talk, A30WCCO. Maybe Matthew Collar alerted um, Christopher Tubbs that he, he likes the Fugees. I'm a fan of the Fugees. Are you old school Fugees fan, Matthew? Oh, you bet, man. Uh, she, there's one line where she says, they pinch my hips to see if I still exist. Or wait, who says, somebody says that in that, in that uh, song. It's like a hot line. Great uh, song. I'm not, uh, I'm not familiar. I, 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 I can't say that. I know the you lyrics. You know that song? I, I, no, I know the song. It's radio, but I don't know, I don't know the lyrics to the song. But, but, but I like that you know the lyrics. Oh yeah, no, that was one of my favorite songs. Oh, this is yeah. I mean, this was a banger, but but I, you know, I'm not the lyricist like you are. But hey, l- let me ask you this before we talk some Vikings football. Um, what is your favorite dish or favorite thing when we talk about sitting down and eating for Thanksgiving? I'm tell you the truth, Henry. This is uh, something Uh-oh. I don't. Uh oh, controversial people, take coming. It's just you and I on the phone, right? I don't sure. really care. I don't really care. I'm just. I don't really care about Thanksgiving all that much. I mean, it's it. it growing up, we went to my grandma's house. I didn't ask you whether you cooked. cared about it or not. I said, "What is your favorite thing to eat at Thanksgiving dinner?" It, does, it, it just doesn't really matter. Like Thanksgiving no, food. It, I can, wrong. I can look, look, hold on, hold on. In scene. Let's try this again because you are not going to be worse at this particular question than Alex Smith when I was in Kansas City and he said to everybody in Kansas City, turkey. He's a big turkey guy. Like, that's not the answer, Alex Smith. You got to come better than that. Oh, he got roasted. The entire city was out. That's so, that's so bland. That's so, oh my God. Oh, I, I like a little turkey. I like a little turkey. <sighs> well, I, I mean, my take is hotter than that, that I don't care for much of it. Pumpkin pie, I guess. I don't know. Uh, I'll take that over the damn turkey take. Oof. That was like, really? we could. I mean, I feel like that. Oh, he a, got roasted. I mean, it's just a very common. Yeah, it's too common. It's like, it's like you're a cornball. You're too lazy and lame to say anything other than turkey. Like, oh, mix I it see. up a little I bit. I see. You know, said so that that was that was what everybody everybody everybody's like. You're that guy, like man, a little pizzazz. Like, take me back into the bedroom. Is it that spicy in the bedroom or lack thereof? You know, what I'm saying it's just it is kind of funny. You ask somebody on a, on a on an interview, and and he said to our afternoon drive guy, oh, you know, just a little turkey, turkey. You know, just give me some turkey. Like, give, just give me some damn oh, yeah. turkey for 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 Thanksgiving. Come on, man, give me better than that. Yeah, but I feel like I, I get where he's coming from, but I feel like uh, being a little aggressive. I mean, it is kind of it is at, 
it is Alex Smith, like the guy who avoided turnovers. Like that was his main thing. Yeah, maybe so. we were asking, maybe we we're expecting too much from Alex Smith. Maybe that's all that it was. But I, I think that in in the city of great barbecue and and you know you talk about all the meats and then he just like you know just a little and he wasn't even like. He was it wasn't even like a strong turkey like oh man just give me some smoked turkey it was it was like eh, he was like hemming and hawing over turkey it's like who hems and haws over turkey but anyway I'm making it too much of a big deal let me ask you this speaking of making it too much of a big deal do you think that the Vikings fans response to what happened on Sunday against the Dallas Cowboys is an overreaction, or do you think that the, the way that everybody's kind of talked about that game and the way things played out, do you think that it's that that's the correct reaction? Well, um, I don't exactly know what the reaction is. I'm sure that some people wanted to downplay it, and I'm sure that some people wanted to completely freak out. I think that you should be closer to freak out than downplay. Um, not because I think the Vikings are going to miss the playoffs or anything. I mean, they are so far ahead in the race that that would be almost impossible to do. Uh, but when you look at how it happened, so there's different ways to lose 40 to three. Let's say that you had a, a ball bounce off somebody's helmet and return for a pick six, and then you got a field goal blocked or something like, right? Like it was a bunch of random turnovers. And then you just said, well, look, whatever. That wasn't a bunch of random turnovers. That was a really good defensive line from a playoff team that absolutely mauled your very mediocre to bad offensive line and also concussed your best player, other than Justin Jefferson. Christian Derrissaw has emerged as a superstar, and he got knocked out of that game, and then it was over from there. And then who knows when Derrissaw is going to be able to come back. I mean, that's a major, major problem. Uh, Andrew Booth Jr. got his, what, fourth injury of the year, and he might not play. He didn't practice. So now they're going to be down to Duke Shelley as their starting corner. You know who's behind him? Nobody. I mean, Perry Nickerson, I believe, is the next man up, and he's on the practice squad. Like, if, if you're looking at that is not only did you get whooped in, in, like, regular football scenarios, just our offense versus your defense, your defense versus our offense, no randomness to it, that's concerning, but then the injuries that they come out of it, that's concerning. And also when Justin Jefferson comes out and says, yeah, I would have liked if we had actually adjusted during the game, and I'm paraphrasing there, he didn't say it exactly that way, but I mean, that, that's not what you want to hear, right? Like uh, that, you, that doesn't sound like everybody was kind of on the same page with, well, this, this happens sometimes. It seemed like maybe there was some frustration that they didn't go to quick game more often and start getting, getting the ball out quicker. And, you know, if Kevin O'Connell can't figure out a way to deal with this really bad offensive line without Christian Derrissaw, they're going to lose a lot more games. So I think that you can come out of that and go, yeah, it does happen, and yeah, there are blowouts that happen in the league, but this is a problem that could sustain itself from week to week of not being able to protect us. You know, one of the things that was, you know, <laughs> there were so many things that went wrong on Sunday, but I think for me the most frustrating just aspect of it was, and you talked about the offensive line, and I know that Christian Derrissaw, is a, he's, a, he's a monster, and he, him being out is significant. But just the fact that every time that they were dropping back, you knew Kirk Cousins was in trouble. Like, it, it, like every single damn time. Like I, like, I expected nothing out of any pass play in the second half. Nothing. Because I was like, he doesn't have time to do anything, man. So, like, 
that was, for me at least, a fanboy in me that was super-duper frustrating. But getting back to Darisaw for a second, how long do you think that possibly he could be out? Because, you know, we know he's not playing this week. Um, I I would, man, guess that he might be out, like, the following week after. I mean, how long do you think? Because big, having back-to-back concussions, that's pretty significant. That's It's scary. Yep, it's scary. Because then you start to worry about the long term with the guy. Not just today, not just this week, next week. You start to worry about the season, the off season, next season. I mean, it's, it's very serious to have that type of uh, impact to your head two weeks in a row. Uh, and so he's definitely not playing this Thursday. I wouldn't guess that he plays two weeks from now. Maybe best case scenario is three weeks. I mean, the most recent example that we have to deal with this is – Tua yep. in Miami, and luckily he's come back and he's played well. Uh, you still worry about having those concussions for the long term for him, but he's been able to you know get back to a hundred percent, and so that's probably the best case scenario for Darisai. Is we're talking two, maybe three weeks, four weeks down the road, but but everybody's different with these things, and there is really no predicting them. In fact, the NFL actually tells its coaches to not try to project when players will be back after they have concussions, because then it sets like unfair expectations for players to try to come back too soon. Um, so I really have no idea, but I do know that, you know, Blake Brandle did a nice job in Buffalo when he was sort of thrown into the fire. But now you think Bill Belichick is aware that it's going to be a backup left tackle. I'm guessing so. And they have the league leader in sacks in New England. I mean, this is, this is a scary matchup for this offense because, you're, you're not only talking about a defense that gets after it, you're talking about a secondary that's played extremely well this year, one of the best against the pass in the league. And then, oh, by the way, one of the greatest defensive coaches of all time is coming to the building against this, this offense that just got really beat up. And also, it's not just the offensive line. It's also, is K.J. Osborne on the team still? I mean, Adam Thielen, T.J. Hawkinson was pretty much a no-show the other night. They can't afford no-shows from everyone else, aside from Justin Jefferson, because at times, Justin Jefferson will be taken out of games if it's a quarter, if it's two quarters. And every time it's happened this year, they just stop playing offense. And, and that can't, it can't happen. Like They just can't have any games where he doesn't play extremely well uh, and that they don't get anything from anybody else. So they've got to have somebody else step up at some point. And, I mean, honestly, like if it continues to happen – then we have to look a little bit at the coaching and say, well, Clint Kubiak got no high fives from any of us last year. But, man, like a lot of these guys played better last year than they have so far under Kevin O'Connell statistically. And, you know, you do get concerned that there could be this streak that they start to go on if they continue to play like that. He covers the Minnesota Vikings for Purple Insider. It's Matthew Collar here on the Lake Show on News Talk 830 WCCO. Give him a follow on Twitter at Matthew Collar. All right, so l- let's talk a little bit about the defense. Um, what was your biggest issue with the Minnesota Vikings defense this past Sunday? Yeah, I think it really comes down to the injuries, man. I mean, without Delvin Tomlinson and you go up against the Dallas Cowboys, who, you know, my entire life, you know, you go back to uh, Emmett Smith or, you know, what is it, DeMarco Murray or whatever. They're going to run the football, right, always and forever. The Dallas Cowboys under Jerry Jones want to run the ball. And so you knew they were going to run the ball. 
and you just got your face beat in by Tony Pollard and by Ezekiel Elliott. Ezekiel Elliott's stat line didn't really tell the story, I thought. I thought even though he's kind of washed, he was still smashing forward for three, four, five yards. And guess what New England's going to do? Guess what the New York Jets are going to do? These teams are going to run the ball. Uh, if Delvin Tomlinson isn't back, which I don't expect him to be, or at least at 100%, uh, one of the really brilliant things that Dallas did was they put in two tight ends and they were like, we're going to run down your face. And they did. I mean, because James Lynch, Jonathan Bullard, those guys were forced to play huge snaps and they could not handle the Dallas running game. I mean, if New England and the New York Jets are smart, they're going to do the exact same thing. And as you go forward, I mean, there's a lot of good running games that they're going to face. I mean, I, I don't, I know that with the passing game in general, they have weaknesses they have injuries, and you're going to give up yards through the air. But if you can stop teams from running the ball and make them one-dimensional, that's where your Zedarius Smith and Daniel Hunter can really thrive. But if they're running the ball and it's second and four, I mean, there's not a whole lot you're going to be able to do. And that's what Dallas did there. And so even though we can look at these next couple offenses and say, well, you know, the defense should really get themselves back together, if you can't stop the run, even Mac Jones, even Zach Wilson or Joe Flacco or Mike White or whoever the heck, uh, you know, Glenn Foley or Boomer Esiason or Ray Lucas, whoever's playing quarterback for the Jets, they can all succeed if their team is running the ball successfully. And I think they have to be really worried about that for Thursday. Give me a prediction, Matthew. What do you think happens on Thursday? Because I'm with you, man. Uh, New England defensively, it, it could be a struggle. Um, offensively, New England doesn't scare me. I, I just they, they are challenged on offense. So I'm interested into uh, intrigued as to, to who you'd like in the game. I don't – I mean, look, I didn't think they'd lose 43 to Dallas. So, you know, I'm no, uh, I'm no Vegas gambler here. But um, I don't have a great feeling about this one, man. Like, this feels like Belichick short week. Their team's coming off a big win with some confidence. This team really got smacked in the mouth. Uh, you know, they're so beat up. I, I, get, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if I can pick the Vikings for this one. I got you. Hey, man, happy Thanksgiving and uh, enjoy uh, the pumpkin pie. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Henry. Happy Thanksgiving to you guys, too. All right, thanks, Fred. I appreciate it. That's Matthew Collar. Uh, check out his fine work with Purple Insider here on The Lake Show on The Good Neighbor. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.